Hello, everybody. Welcome to my podcast. This is Rachel Paling, and we are continuing with this interesting topic of language coaching and what that is. And I'm very excited today because we are speaking with Argentina and we are speaking with Dana Poklebovic. Dana, how was my pronunciation there? Excellent, Rachel. Oh, fantastic. Good. And Dana, could you introduce yourselves to, to the listeners to give them a little bit your experience and your language journey? Because it's absolutely fascinating. Thanks, Rachel. Thank you for inviting me to your podcast. I'm, I'm thrilled to be here and sharing with my experience in, in language teaching and coaching and how it evolved. Um, well, my journey began 20 years ago or 20-something years ago, and my, my first degree is in translation studies and in business English teaching. And that's the way I began working in companies, teaching and, and translating. And when I used my first tools as a teacher, I realized that there was something else that our business learners needed. That it was not enough to teach them in an instructional way, so to say. And I began using intuitively some tools that were more successful than the instructional methods. So I began exploring how this uh, was, where was this uh, rooted, and I came across ontological coaching. That was my first studies in coaching. And the ontology of, ontological coaching is based on the ontology of language. And basically it is formed by uh, an approach that is formed by three aspects. And we are, as human beings, we are language beings, we are emotional beings, and we are, and we, we act with our behavior in the interaction. And uh, the business learner, I realized, that needed more of that than just instruction, because what, when they interact in, at, at, in the business context, there are emotions involved, there are different behaviors involved, and of course, all of this happens in and through language. And that's why I began um, studying the ontology of language. Yeah. Some years passed, and I, and I uh, began studying also how the brain works. And I came across the conversational intelligence, and I certified, got certified in this, um, in, the, in, the, in the way the brain acts our brain and how we can help our learners uh, yeah. through different um, tools and activities to become aware of their of your the chemistry yeah. within us inside us and, and our brains yeah so that's the way i got into coaching and how i work with coaching i teach a business english um, mostly now I work in workshops, I deliver workshops in, in leadership, in, in different uh, soft skills. Um, and I do something else about coaching that is not language coaching and it's about the coaching for the inclusion of people with disabilities in companies. So that is more or less my uh, first uh, idea of what I've been doing, Rachel. Mm, yeah. 
Absolutely fantastic. And, and you know, your journey sounds um, very similar to, to my journey, that sort of um, understanding that, yes, there is something different intuitively, you're or, you were already doing it, which I find a lot of teachers are nowadays. And then you dived into that coaching world, and I love that sort of language, emotion, and behavior from the ontological coaching. That's fantastic. And then you dived into the, the brain aspect, which is amazing, because you're right. The more that we understand about our brains and how they function, react, and learn, the more we can help the learners. So really, I'm, I'm happy to hear that you, you were sensing and then seeing that you were getting different results and better results. Now, how do you think, Dana, that, you know, in your experience all these years, how do you think that the industry is changing, you know, the language learning field, whether in business or general or, or whatever you think? How is it evolving? Well, that's a very interesting question, Rachel, because it, it has, in fact, changed and it is changing very quick, very quickly, at a very fast speed. Uh, when I began 20 years ago, as I told you, uh, our learners were used to learning in a different way. Not only language, they learned all, everything, any, any subject or any uh, study. The, the approach was more systematic, so to say. And the, the way uh, business began to be uh, done in the world because of globalization and many other uh, things that were, were happening, led us and business people to interact in a more, uh, in a more soft way, uh, placing soft skills in a more important place and empowering people also to, 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 to be the the creators of their own realities at work and at, in the business English class and at schools because coaching can be really, it's not my area of expertise, but you can start using coaching skills and coaching tools to teach language to young kids at schools. And because the, what, what people need nowadays, whether at school, at organizations or whatever, they need to be empowered. That's my, the main change that I've seen, that I've experienced during this time, during all these years. Yep. If we empower our learners, if we motivate them, uh, they will become better communicators. I'm sure of that. And I've seen the results in this way. They are better communicators if they know, if they can set their own goals, if they can track their own performance. Uh, so if I had to summarize it in a few words, I think that empowerment in communication leads to better communicators. Yep. And this is done through coaching. Yes, 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 yes. And I, I fully agree with you on that. I think, you know, you and I know that language learning does... Uh, cause a lot of emotional stress, it causes uh, changes in behavior. And, and when people are able to then take that power in themselves and really bring that language through, it's, it's totally a phenomenal change. And, and I agree that coaching and understanding the brain helps in all of that. So what would you say that language coaching is for you? Well, it's a, 
it's exact it's the way we use uh, coaching tools to help business learners in my case develop communication skills i'm not talking about only language because probably we are we, we are actually receiving in argentina uh, in companies young professionals who no longer have are not a one or two level we are receiving b to um, be um, C1 young professionals. So they don't need to learn a language. They already know the language, but they need to develop skills to be self-confident speakers. Uh, and language coaching helps them. So what language coaching is, if I have to give you a definition, is the way we use coaching skills and coaching tools to help business learners develop communication skills. Yeah. And become better communicators. Yeah. This is in this business. Fantastic. Fantastic. And where do you think this is going to lead us in the future? Excellent. Excellent question, Rachel. My feeling is that we are uh, teachers. Will the, 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 the idea of a teacher, the role of a teacher, we are facilitators, we are not longer structures, as it happened so many years ago. Um, and we are becoming, you know what a coach is? A coach is someone that helps and accompanies the coachee to find the solution to their own problems. Or, or it doesn't have to be a problem, but a situation they want to 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 solve and or to approach and we are they have the key they always have the solution they they what the coach does is accompany and help them through questions or questions these are one of the tools to find a way so we are again we are empowering through our method of coaching coaching method to become better communicators mm. because again if we are uh, working in a leadership workshop, for example, like I was working the last week, what they need is to know is to use what they already know about language, but use it in when they are going to be exposed to the situation. And for that, they need self confidence. They need to have their own goals, to set their own goals. They have to to know, for example, storytelling, and that is through coaching that we can teach them or we can help them develop that skill. Yeah. You, you understand what I mean? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And what, what I'm really sensing is it's this, how can we as educators really embrace the right components for the learning process so that it becomes much more efficient and effective? Yes, we are. That's, that's it. We are embracing a new... And also a new a new era in how we are going to help learners since since young age. Yeah. And as coaches, if we move from away from language coach and we just uh, observe a coach, coaching executives, they do the same as in language. So uh, the point here is to use the word language coaching correctly and not to mix it. We are not coaching a problem. We are 
helping them through coaching skills to learn a language or to become better communicators. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I fear what is happening because I'm very enthusiastic in this in this field, but I also have my concerns the in the way other people see coach and say, uh, well, this is not coaching or what coaching is. It is not very clear because there are some people in the industry that are using the word coach in the wrong sense yeah. or in a way that it's not very clear. Yeah. So I think that we as coaches need to make it clear. Yeah. And, I, and I think that your, your podcast, your ideas of, about books and your courses help uh, help the, the industry become aware that what coaching is, language coaching is, and what language teaching is. Yeah, absolutely, Donna. And I'm grateful that you're you're bringing this up because, you know, um, you and I potentially do have those qualifications as a life coach. You have the, the conversation intelligence qualifications, the ontological uh, coaching qualifications, and you could practice as a life coach. Uh, I'm also an ICF ACC accredited. But what we actually do is language coaching. And I always say that if we are doing language coaching, it has necessarily to do with enhancing, improving whatever relating to the language. It's like, you know, we have health coaching, we have career coaching. The, the coaching is to help people with that first word, whether it's health improvement, career improvement, and in our case, language improvement. And you're right, there are so many who are delivering life coaching in another language and claiming this mm -hmm. to be language coaching. And I think that's that's what you're saying here. And it, it is how do we as professionals, language professionals, really keep this distinction so we know that, you know, whatever we do, enhancing it with whatever we are enhancing it, whether it's coaching, neuroscience, heart science, practical intelligence, whatever, emotional intelligence even, it, it is necessarily improving or something to do with language enhancement. Is that right? Exactly, exactly. So, it, it's if a let's take the example of a language teacher who is not a coach, does not have the cert, a certification as a coach. Now, what do we do with what does she or he can do? They can learn about coaching skills and coaching tools, and they can apply coaching tools in their teaching but they cannot coach and they will not be coaches. That's the way I see it yeah. because it's like the, the old, uh, old, uh, old story in, in ESP or business English. Are we teaching uh, banking and finance, for example, or are we teaching English and work, working with English and fi banking and finance uh, vocabulary? Well, you don't need to be uh, a banking and finance expert, but you do need to know what you are talking about. The same mm -hmm. happens here. If we are, if we as teachers are going without being a coach, going to use coaching tools, they need to know something. They need to have a study or a preparation or something uh, to deliver. If not, we are um, 
using very wrong this word, and uh, the industry will come against us. Yes. You, 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 can you follow me? Yep. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. It's like, I mean, the, the whole... The whole question is, you know, on the legal side, um, coaching is not a regulated profession. And, you know, in, in the, the ethics of being a doctor, you would never call yourself a doctor unless you are a fully unqualified doctor. In, in this case, it's the same, but because it's an unregulated profession, that's what is attracting people to call themselves a coach without any training. But we also have, and this is, this is really a fascinating phenomenon, I don't know if you know this, but we have the phenomena of sports coaches who... To, to further their profession, they actually go to university to then become a sports teacher. So they are coaches who then become teachers. And what we are, we are teachers who become coaches. So it's quite an interesting phenomenon that is totally the other way around for the sports professional. Did you know that, Dana? No, no, I didn't know that in, you, you were first a coach and then you... Because in Argentina, you are first a, a, a sport teacher, sport professional, and then you specialize in one sport as a, as a coach in that sport. Right. Right. I, um, maybe I'm wrong, but, but I, think, I thought it was that way. No, no, maybe in Europe, maybe in Europe it's that way. The, but the point is, you're right in the sense that there is also the, the idea of ethics you know, here yeah. as, as the coaching profession is not regulated, I am a legal translator, my first degree, and my profession as a legal tr translator is regulated. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And the coaching is not regulated unless you are a coach and you are credited in the ISF, ISF for example. Mm. But that's yes. why, as we, in the industry of business English teachers and trainers, we need to care for the way we use uh, coaching. And I think that you are doing an excellent way, an excellent work in that sense mm. um, by bringing together coaches and raising awareness. Yeah. It's very important to... Um, Absolutely. It's the awareness of everything yeah, to in life. Yeah, give a professional idea. Yes. Yes, yes. And Dana, just as a final question, I'm curious because, you know, I am very excited because in the background, I am organizing um, coming to Argentina in April. And I hope to be announcing that in the next weeks. Yes. So I will be able to meet you and have a coffee with you and some dinner or whatever. Um, but definitely with a view. Yes. With a view of, of doing my course over there and, and um, delivering that. But I'm, I'm curious, you know, what is the mood in Argentina relating to coaching and language coaching? It's very enthusiastic. I actually coach a lot of teachers here to use the coaching tools. And, and I'm very careful in that sense. Huh? Again, that's the, the way I address it, but it's a, a growing area of interest for teachers of English. Mm. And for, for teachers of any of primary and secondary schools too. Yes. Yeah. 
Fantastic. Well, I'm very much looking forward to our dinner together in, in April. <laughs> I will keep yeah. in touch. And I'm very grateful to you for today. I think it's wonderful, you know, the, the words that you've said and, and how you've said it and expressed it, I think really helps to bring that clarity to to this profession and, you know, to, to language teachers who are curious and want to know and want to really understand. And it's great to have somebody who has such experience explaining it. So, Dana, thank you so much for today. No, thank you, Rachel, for inviting me. And we have to make an appointment for April. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you very much. And thank you to my listeners and Dana's listeners today. And see you all or hear you all in the next podcast. Bye-bye.